Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I'm Lori Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast. Hey, happy Halloween, happy Samhain, happy Day of the Dead, happy All Souls and All Saints Day, or any other holiday that you may be celebrating here at the end of the month of October, beginning of November. Oh, this is such a magical, magical time. And there are many different cultures that have um, celebrations and honoring of this day. And today I'm going to talk about um, kind of the festival of Samhain or the celebration of Samhain and um, and really honoring this as a day to really honor our ancestors. So we're gonna have a little ancestral storytelling and sharing in how you can celebrate your ancestors during this season. All right, so. <laughs> so the the celebration of Samhain, you know, this really goes back. This is an ancient Celtic tradition and um, So what we're looking at, you know, today is really that honoring of a point in the calendar year uh, when the veils between the worlds are really quite thin. There's there's a time where the connection with the spirit realm is really uh, much more easy. It's much more natural. And that's something that we really look at during this time of the year that, or that we begin to recognize. So our dreams may feel more prophetic. Um, our intuition, our insights, uh, the responsiveness of spirit when we send out a request or ask for support or guidance or direction, those things may occur more rapidly than they maybe do during other points in the year. Um, we may also feel a deeper sense of connection with our ancestors, with our spirit guides, and with the spirit realms itself. So what I want to share with you today, um, you know, I was thinking about this episode and I was really clear that I wanted to talk about, you know, this idea of how do we honor our ancestors? It's for me, from a shamanic lens or shamanic perspective, the honoring of our ancestors is really an important piece in our own healing and, um, and transformation and ability to live freely the path that we're here to live. It's when we try to push back our ancestry and ignore it and pretend it didn't happen that it actually stalks us. It becomes this uh, this energy of um, interference that interferes with what we're trying to do. So when we acknowledge and honor and connect with our ancestry, our ancestral roots, and um, and recognize you know who those people are. We we can actually move forward. Now we can see how this lives out you know in a lot of different ways in the in um, history and you know different aspects of history that want to be hidden and masked and rewritten and retold and reshaped uh, to fit a new. Uh, 
new or different way of um, a new storytelling, a new storyline. And, um, and we recognize how there's a, there's are empowering ways to do that. And then there are completely disempowering ways to do that as well. And so my invitation with this episode is for you to just pause and step back and, and just spend a little time, like getting to know who your ancestors were and, um, what were some of their, their great, uh, successes and their greatest challenges. And sometimes we don't exactly know all of this when we're, when they're alive. Um, it's only in, you know, asking questions later that we begin to, uh, discover and learn things about some of our ancestry. And, um, you know, I know I recognize that some of you may be listening and, and saying, but Hey, Lori, I, I really don't know anything about my ancestry. Um, start with what you do know. Whatever that small micro thread is, start there and let yourself go back. Remember that we're informed, um, our ancestry is informed spiritually. It is informed by our past lives. It's informed by our family, like our, our actual, um, like parents, our physical parents, our mom and our dad, right? It's informed by the people who raised us, whether or not, uh, whether or not we were in different homes, whether or not we had different caregivers at different times, you know, whomever those people were that uh, were a part of our upbringing, there's an element of um, those ancestral roots that comes through the, the, the stories that come through and play out in our lives. And part of our opportunity as we, um, as we look at, you know, the, look at this through a shamanic lens, we want to take the opportunity to actually unravel some of those stories, unravel some of those, uh, pieces. So, uh, so I'm kind of getting a little giggle here because my mind is jumping ahead to what I want to really dive into today and what I really want to share. And, um, and that is a bit of my own story, um, it's not this piece is not something I've really talked about a lot before, and uh, it feels really important to in my own celebrating and honoring of my own lineage to share that today. So that's what we're gonna do. I'm actually doing this episode in costume. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That is what I said. Uh, I woke up this morning, and um, in my mind, I saw myself dressed as a bohemian gypsy with bohemian gypsy fortune teller. Let me be very specific: a bohemian gypsy fortune teller with my crystal ball. And so that is out. I have um, a lot of costuming on. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm really having a lot of fun with this. Um, <laughs> a lot of good giggles. So, so if you can kind of just let your mind have fun and play with this, uh, I am tapping in and connecting in with my ancestral roots today, being my Bohemian lineage and um, my, the Bohemian ancestors who migrated here to the United States, who migrated here to Wisconsin, and um, and have been living here uh, since since that time. So. Um, when I was a little girl, I was very, very fond of my great grandmother. We called her Kaka. And um, Kaka is of Bohemian descent. And Kaka and I had a lot of just like 
little, you know, little things that we really um, connected with. And when I was a little girl, she was the one who, you know, there'd be a big family celebration and she would sit at the kids table with me coloring, teaching me how to color and be artistic and creative. And um, we both loved jewelry, and I can remember many little jewelry gifts that she shared with me uh, through my childhood. And the other thing that we had in common, which um, I finally understood as I began my shamanic training, uh, was that we both tended to find with great ease four-leaf clovers. Kind of an interesting thing, right? <laughs> well, as I as I stepped into shamanism and studied, you know, studying the shamanic path, um, she really stepped into uh, kind of a. I, I don't really want to put her in the role of a guide, but kind of an ally, like a spirit ally for me. And she would show up, you know, occasionally from here, from um, every once in a while when I would be, you know, on a shamanic journey or in a meditation. And she would reveal a deeper understanding for some of the things that um, that I was struggling to understand or connect with. And she was really, really amazing at that. Well, recently, like within the last um, six months, I connected with one of my aunts who shared with me um, a prayer that my great-grandmother had shared with her. And this prayer was actually written in Bohemian, and, um, and it was to be passed down um, through the women in the family. And so my, my aunt was sharing this with me. And, you know, I don't want to get into too many of the details, but, um, but what I found in that prayer was this connection with a gypsy lineage that were like a, you know, a very spiritual, uh, different type of religious upbringing. Um, my upbringing was as Catholic. And so I had always known my family members as being Catholic. And I just assumed that on both sides of my family, going all the way back, that they were all Catholic. Like I just, that was just always my assumption. But what I realized was that in the immigration, in, in coming to the United States, um, this side of my family uh, became chameleons and um, they left behind their free thinking ways and, um, and stepped into uh, what was more mainstream and what was more accepted and almost expected. And that was to adopt a religion. And, you know, there's a lot more story that I could share around this um, that's, that's really, to me, very heartfelt and beautiful and um, really deep. And at some point in my life, when I write a book, it will be in there. <laughs> but for now, let me just say that um, through, understand, through this piece, I began to understand that um, the part of me that had always felt like perhaps I was a bit rebellious, perhaps I was the black sheep, perhaps... I, um, I, I grew up in the wrong family, <laughs> you know, like wrong place, wrong time, you know, like who couldn't quite connect my, my independent, um, my independent thought, my way of seeing things differently, who couldn't quite ancestrally connect that based on what I knew began to learn differently. I began to learn that, um, that is actually in my, in my roots this um, a very different free way of thinking. And for me, this was something that was able to be brought forward and really embraced. And within our ancestry, there is there are also challenges that we have an opportunity to begin to recognize. 
So as I began to unearth my family's free-thinking mystical beliefs, I also began to unearth their beliefs around money and poverty, not enoughness and um, value and worth and not feeling worthy and feeling um, caught between Oh, a lot of different things. There's a lot of there's a lot of different stories around money that needed to be acknowledged and healed and worked with. And you know, in in really spending time with understanding um, what I what I can unravel and what I can, you know, um, connect with through you know spiritual connection through through digging a little bit online and uh, digging in and asking you know asking the right questions of family members and um, and their willingness to open up and share and um, and and you know illuminate some of these pieces. Um, a lot of opportunity to heal some of those challenges has come forward for me, and that's really really exciting, like really exciting. So I guess, you know, where I really want to leave today, um, if you're, you know, listening to this episode and you're thinking to yourself, you know, okay, that's really great, Lori, you know, um, I don't know anything about my family and I kind of really don't want to, I really just wish, you know, I, I didn't have to look there. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. I understand that. It can be really difficult to look back into the roots of some place where you maybe don't identify with, where you maybe have some pain and story and um, trauma and hurt and wounding, whether it's your own or your parents or your grandparents or great grandparents, as you look back. And it can be really difficult to look into some of that. So what I'd like to invite you to do, um, you know, on this Day of the Dead, on this Samhain Festival, as we celebrate and honor our ancestors, I'd like to invite you to just create awareness around um, who some of your ancestors are, like just the very simple things. You might have a family historian. Um, I, I, I feel like on both sides of my family, there's um, an individual that I would regard as the family historian, the one who, who carries all of the records, who knows the ancestry. Um, and in addition to that, you know, my, my family has gone and done, you know, ancestry.com and some of those other things, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, doing what feels right, you know, to begin to just create awareness around who some of those people are, what were their successes and what were their greatest challenges and let yourself just, just let be aware, you know, not that you're putting any story around it or any, you know, trying to explain anything, just become aware. And by simply inviting awareness, the, the depth of awareness will begin to open up and will begin to happen for you. Another thing you can do is to create an ancestral altar, like an actual space um, where you keep a photograph of your parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents, you know, some of those further back relatives. You know, uh, I think it was Alberto, um, when I studied with him, Alberto Vialdo, he would talk about uh, how, you know, if we keep our ancestors in, you know, like our awareness of our ancestors, their, their stories can't stalk us. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably doing a disservice to how he really says that because he's quite beautiful with his words. <laughs> but, um, but really it's that piece of like, uh, when we 
this is our our ancestry is a big part of who we are don't let it be hidden let it be in front of you let yourself be aware of what is shaping the decisions you make, the beliefs you have, the stories you tell yourself, the stories you tell others, and the things you use to defend your own limitations. Guess what? All of that is in your ancestry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So when we take a little peek back there, we begin to create space to illuminate some of those pieces in our lives, and it is powerful. So with that, my beautiful sacred friends, I'm going to leave you uh, and invite you to have an amazing Halloween to invite you. I'm going to invite you to get dressed up this Halloween. uh, And uh, if there's some element within your ancestry that you want to pull forward and embrace this Halloween. Uh, If you feel like getting dressed up as I'm dressed up today in my little bohemian gypsy fortune teller self, (laughs) go for it. Do it. Have fun with it. Be playful. And uh, know that the um, the Samhain the Samhain cele- the Samhain period celebration this point where the veils between the worlds are incredibly thin, and are incredibly potent times to connect with spirit that happens this evening from midnight to or from sunset actually I'm sorry from sunset to sunset tomorrow so 24 hour window. All right, so hey, one more thing, Crystal Shaman School we start on Friday. Yay! I'm so excited and uh, I'd love for you to join us. If it's in your heart and it feels right and you're feeling a call, join us. Oh my gosh, we'd love to have you. All right, have a beautiful day, my sacred friends, and shine brightly. Bye for now.